about funny stuff. Serious about food. Serious about anything that I'm in the mood for. Serious. Let's get serious. Talk to me, talk to me, tell me about your fantasy. Talk to me, talk to me, tell me about your fantasy. Talk to me, talk to me, tell me about your fantasy. Let's get serious. Starts this is what <laughs> <laughs> teenager of the year. Right, hold on, wait a minute here. Sorry. Who's in charge here? <laughs> you are. Sorry, Ken. Can we call you Ken? No, please don't. <laughs> okay. What do you want us to call you? My name is Kendall, Kendall. Bruns. Bruns. I'm telling you, but I'm also telling the listeners. Thank you, Kendall. Thank you, Mr. Bruns. Thank you, Mr. Bruns. Thank, thank you for addressing me with some like, <laughs> respect. Can we call you Brundo, like halfway through this um, How interview? How about Brunsdo? The Brunzone. You're in the Brunzone. Enter the, the Brunzone. Here we go, capital Z. Two men enter. Oh, and then two men leave. <laughs> yeah, and then two well, men yeah. leave eventually. And leave yeah. when it's over. Yeah, it's not really like that dangerous here. Uh, but you guys... Are here? Yeah, thanks for having Let's us. Let's get serious. Yeah. Let's is the name of this mm-hmm. thing. I wasn't telling you. Okay, that would be ridiculous. Yeah, we know what it is. We saw the email. Just tell us <laughs> when we're supposed to get serious. Yeah. All right, my guests today are Joe Avella. Is that Ooh, you say close. it? Close Avella. Avella. Joe yeah. Avella. Yep. Joe Avella. Because I could have asked you ahead of time. I could have been like, "Hey, before we're on the air, what's no. your name?" Is what I call this. Yeah. <laughs> I would we go say, live, I live would in the recording, live no. on tape. Every single person. Uh, gets it wrong so yeah i don't know i, I didn't i wasn't worried about it. i'm like let's just do it yeah let's just go I, I called you ken up top yeah so we're even so joe did you already avella do it avella you got it joe avella hey what's up and tim racine racine oh come on <laughs> no it's it's racine is it racine it you is racine. It. not like, racine you however you can pronounce it that's fine. i find that i really don't care it's a thing that's come up in my life but it i don't give a shit People that listen to podcasts, they like to hear people discussing with each other yeah. how to pronounce their name. Perfect. Yeah. Common mispronunciations. Then I think, say... I, th- I think it comes from uh, nobody wants to mispronounce someone's name, obviously. So whenever you see an easy, a, a deceitfully easy one like Avella or Racine, I think the, the natural thing is to be like, oh, it looks like it's Racine, but it could be something like... Yeah, R- Racine. Yeah, Racine or Rossini or something. So I do that. I err on the side of like overpronouncing something like simply uh, spelled. Yeah, I'll just has that ever that gotten you in trouble? No, I don't. Other than like like an awkward conversation of like. So being you've corrected. never been punched? No, never been punched. But what's even worse is it doesn't matter because I'll instantly forget the person's name regardless of it is what mm-hmm. it is, and yeah. then it's back to like. What's this girl's name again? Yeah, what? Why bother mispronouncing it. a last name when I can't remember your first after two seconds? There you go. Mm-hmm. So you I both like have you, this. Do you not? Condition. I mean, I know because no, you I do. Did, no, in, I do you know what I mean? Is it, why is it that's like you meet someone, especially like a social guy, like, hey, what's going on? I'm Greg. Like, great to meet you. You, you turn, you go back, you're like, fuck, what was this guy's name? Yeah, my thought I process just goes. Lost it. Hey, what's your name? Your name's this. Oh, this person hates me. Yeah. So or you then get, I already forgot because I just think about this person that doesn't like me. And when you're socializing, you know, when someone's like, "Oh, and this is so and so," and you don't know them, you're automatically too busy being like, "All right, what do I got to talk about with this guy?" Like, I don't know, mutual friends. Oh, I hope this guy is likes that Star how you Wars feel right now. Uh, no, I'm feeling pretty comfortable because I'm in front of a microphone, so I'm being forced to pay attention. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm glad the microphone's yeah. here. Thanks, Kendall. Thank you. The colonies. How's, how's my how's the, uh, the the pee popper? Working. The pop filter? Pop filter. The pee popper. Pee popper. Pee popper. Z's and P's. T's. That's please. pretty good. 
right? I mean, you can test it if you want. This test is... it with some hard consonants. <laughs> Give me one. Tim, you were doing uh, vocal exercise I before was. we started. I, I really wish I had gotten that recorded, so maybe now... Well, maybe there's a I copyright mean, on it. I don't want you to get in trouble. Copyright? <laughs> maybe. Not mine. Okay. You're well, fine with me. I signed the release. So, what? Joe and Tim. What's up? You are together. Mm-hmm. Forces combined. Creatively. No, we're not Creatively. dating That's right. We're <laughs> business not partners. Yeah, yeah, business, yeah. business partners. 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 On a partners. mutual business venture. Yeah. And your mutual business venture is called Teenager of the Year. Correct. Mm-hmm. How you doing? Like the Frank Black. Yes. Yes. Like that. Yeah, like the Frank Black album. That's right. Yeah. It's a great album. It is a very good album. And a catchy name. That's why we picked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was Teenager of the Year something before it was Frank Black album? Probably. I know it's a it's an award people give and stuff like to that. The so like teeny boppers. Yeah. yeah, like I don't know, like your Miley Miley Cyruses or your Hillary Miley Duffs. Cyruses. Miley Cyruses. The thought was yeah. the thought I mean the album's been around forever. I've not, I've known about it since I was in high school, one hundred years ago. And and just like just the sound of it, it sounds very like sarcastically boastful. At least yeah. at least the way, because that's how it was presented to me with that album. It's Frank Black, you know. Look, I don't want to talk about why your name Teenager. Oh, okay, that's cool. like okay. rookie. Cool, like, cool, good. What is what kind of journalism is that called? Yellow journalism. Yeah, <laughs> yellow journalism. Uh, unprofessional. Yeah, we're not going <laughs> to do that. We're not okay. going to talk about why you're called Teenager. We're not going to talk about like your influences. Good. Or okay. like what you None. like. <laughs> we're not going to talk nothing. about nothing. That's easy. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to talk answer. about uh, what your goals and aspirations are. None. Uh, it's easy. <laughs> boy, don't ask us. I said this. we're not going to talk about it. Because they're all one-word responses. None. Nothing. None, zero. None. Didn't think about it. I did like that Frank Black album. It's very good. I highly recommend it. It's He doesn't have too many good solo records, I feel. That one, though. His first, though, that's one of his, his first three. That's the second of three. And I think he's had one or two recently that's pretty good. He but, had that one recently that was like all acoustic. Yeah, he has that. Yeah. And he, he just does like all, he did one that was all, he got, he was like in Nashville and he got all these like famous Nashville session musicians who had no idea who he was, and they did like some originals and some standard like full classics. It's called Honeycomb. Mm-hmm. It stinks. Yeah. It's like, oh, dude, what are you doing? So, first solo Frank Black beginnings good. New Frank Black's good. Everything in the middle, avoid. Mm-hmm. So, how do you feel about the Pixies? I love them. His other, ba- it's the other band. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I know those guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A couple. They're very good. Mm-hmm. Very big fan. Okay. There you go. What about you, Tim? I don't. I I like them. I don't own any of those records. I don't no. even think I've heard "Teenage of the Year" all the way through. No, so, it's a long record. Probably is it? It's yeah. all killer, no filler, though. Yeah, but it's after like ten tracks, you're like, I'll just start off on track eleven tomorrow. Like, can I? You can't. You, you can't. You be think it all- says something about your attention span in general, though. That's I, probably it. Yeah. If it, if nothing, it says everything about my attention span, which I have none. <laughs> Very of. little of none. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it short, moving. Keep it, keep it in Twitter form and tweet form. Yeah, but less. I one wish there was sentence. a shorter version of Twitter. <laughs> what was would only it be called? Just one word. Twi, and Twi. it would have uh, just two characters. <laughs> two characters. A lot of people are saying is, yeah. is, or you can okay. use punctuation. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Hi. Yeah. Hi. Isn't that what I'm a. Uh, the guy who played Frasier, he basically just uses Twitter for that to say hi to people. Uh, Kelsey you, Grammer? Yeah, Kelsey Grammer's Twitter feed is like mostly just at replies of him saying hi to people. You think it's really him? I think so. It would be the the worst successful 
like prank ever. Yeah, like, yeah, like what? No stakes. Fake Kelsey Grammer. Know. I say hi to people. Yeah. Hey, Fraser. They think it's real. Fraser's pretty good. Thanks. <laughs> Little do they know. Little do they know. Hi. Is there a teenager of the year Twitter account? Nah. No. no. We each have our own individual Twitter accounts, but they are not affiliated with the teenager of the year brand. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I I don't see the point in having a Twitter feed for the group. Just like, because it's a two person group. Yeah. And if you just want to know what we're up to, just follow us on Twitter. But also I know other people who have Twitter feeds for their groups or their improv teams or whatever. And every tweet is, Hey, we got a show tonight. Mm. Like you can get that just. The teenager yeah. page on Facebook, and you're not coming anyway, so why bother you on another platform? Wow, ignoring us on all platforms. Yeah, why give you another opportunity to unfollow us? <laughs> <laughs> another that, thing to go ignored. Yeah, that sounds really. That's a really defeatist attitude, guys. Well, you know how it goes. We're modest. Yeah, oh, to a fault. Modest. It is what it is. We're modest to a fault. Yeah, modest. Yeah, it's modesty. It's, that modesty. That Midwestern stuff. They're not going to come. They're not going to show up. No, no one likes us. us. How long have you guys been a group? Three years? Four years? About three years, I think. Two and a half to three years. I don't know. What's what kind of, and it's a sketch group. I don't think we said that. Yeah. Sketch comedy. For the most part, yeah. We For just the like most say, part. We just By its loosest definition, yeah. we just call ourselves a comedy group. Oh, yeah. a comedy group. It's not... You wouldn't define it as sketch. If you want to put a label on it, we're did you see sketch our, comedy did you see our I saw show? the Sketch Fest show. That's yeah, the you, only show that I've right. seen, though. So it's, it's what a, would you call that? Yeah, it was incredibly loose and from the hip. Would you well, even call it sketch comedy? You know what? Would you even I call could, it comedy? Listen, I could call it all kinds of things, sure, but sure. why don't we kind of explain... I have this piece of music... Oh sure, sure. That you shared very much, yeah. During your Sketchfest performance. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Too hot for Sketchfest. Oh yeah, Too that's hot right. Sketchfest. Do it. So I um, at Sketchfest, you know, it's great. Chicago, Chicago Sketchfest. Mm-hmm. It's like two week ends. Two weekends, yeah. Of like you know, 152. I don't know. Lots of sketch lot of groups, groups. Lot of or maybe lots. they're just comedy groups. Yeah, you don't know. Lot, lots of lots of comedy. Lots and, of uh, stage comedy. comedy. So it's great because you get to see lots of a short period or of time. Or a nightmare. It can be a nightmare. <laughs> it's bright. But yeah, I uh, I had not heard of Teenager of the Year. Sure. But saw a, a few videos online. I thought I'm gonna put them on my uh, to see list. All right. Let's yeah. put. Let's calibrate the radar and see if we can find those guys. Yeah, so I saw your show, and what I'm about to play is sort of... Well, that'll be an entry point for us to talk about okay, great. Sure, what sure, sure. your performance was like. Okay. So, um, do you want to set this up at all? We played this a hundred times during our show. A hundred times? It was about that. Okay. Count, so. count it. Yeah, count it. All right, let's see. This is played a lot. It, 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 Too hot yeah. for sketch fest. Too hot for sketch fast. Too hot for sketch fast. Too hot for sketch fast. It must be over. It has to be. Yeah, it has uh, to be over by now. Oh, oh, there it is. <laughs> Me laugh. It's, like it's, it's just like it keeps going and going. Keeps going. 
the end. Now, surely it's over now, right? <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, no. <laughs> Did we ever get Let It Go? We never let it go that long. Yeah. I wanted to let it go that long. Sorry. You just we, had too many, we had too many jokes to get to. Yeah, we had too many. One thing about Teenage of the Year show, we hammer more than one joke into the ground. Oh, yeah. We've got other things to get old in this thing, not just one. Of other fish to fry. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot how long this was. How uh, long is it? Yeah. Uh, got a little bit more here. Mm, nice. Yo. <laughs> there it is again. We're nothing if not lyricists. Too hot for sketch fest. Alright, so that was Too Hot for Sketch Fest. Yeah. Yes, it was. Teenager of the Year. In yep. case you just joined us. In case I want to listen to this podcast starting a minute five. Yeah, perfect. What is this? <laughs> I got to skip all the beginning stuff. It's not working on yeah, Shazam. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, doesn't. Yeah. Just go right to five. Um, so you came out. I think you gave a little introduction, or did or did you Probably. come out to the song? No, I think yeah. We said because it was partly true. We said we explained that, what we were going to do. Yeah, we were. Wait, go- and what did you say? We were going to San Francisco Sketch Fest the next weekend, which is true. And that we have a really incredible show for that sketch fest, which, which is, is false. True, which is false. Well, yeah, no, which is true. Which is true. And then so and they kind of like like word it like yeah. So we got a really tight show. It's really funny, and all those sketches we're not gonna perform tonight. Instead, we're gonna play all the stuff that didn't make the cut, as we like to call it, too high for sketch fest. And then we'd do a sketch, and we had that song queued up in the booth. And after everyone, in between every sketch, when we felt like we'd be like hit it, and then just like run through our, our quick sketches, everything being like... I mean, that was a majority of our show we did actually take to San Francisco. Yeah, we only was, sh- we so swapped out a couple. It the was running, a the, lie. The, yeah, well, yeah, the running joke was... That we were too good for this. Yeah, we're too good for this festival. We got a better one going to next week. Here's or, the crap or that didn't make not it. so much that we're too good for this festival. It was that this festival wasn't good enough for us. Yeah, or whichever way you want to look at it. Yeah, <laughs> or this material. Yeah, we're fine. We're on equal plane. Yeah, with yeah, yeah. So what? Fest. So too hot for Sketchfest. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. message beat into our heads. Yeah. We heard this song over yep. and over again, like yeah. in between every yep. over and over little. Again. That's right. Yeah. Thing. Um, That's funny, right? Yeah, so, you get it. You get the joke, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's so like we're a, hearing it a lot. We That's thought right. it was hilarious, and it gets funnier and funnier. And then not so funny, and then funny again. Yeah, and then and then while can you describe what you guys were doing on stage while the song would play? Dancing, dancing right? around, dancing or clapping or trying to whatever. pump up the crowd, pump up the crowd, flat uh-huh. fist pump, pump up the jamming. Yeah, yeah this motion's called that no one can see. Come on, get your hands in the air. Yo, go, 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 everybody, everybody. Yo, let's hear it. Everybody, like on that. your feet. Come we're, on, clap, etc. Everyone, take uh, a, everyone, take a knee. <laughs> everyone, take a knee. I got something to say. I got something to say. Uh. Here we go. Yeah, that's pretty much what we did. Uh-huh. And how did the crowd react? Uh, I don't, you know, mixed. Mixed as always. Oh, you were there. What'd you think? Be honest. Um, I thought it was great. Thanks. It was one of the first, it was on the first, yeah, was it on Thursday, the first Thursday? It was the first yes, night first of the Thursday. festival. Yeah. And I thought it really, uh, it, it sort of raised the bar for, to, I thought, I felt like 
I felt like it was one. It was definitely one of the highlights. It raised the bar that hadn't been set <laughs> yeah, until we performed. It was the first water. So mark. we set a it bar. It raised the bar and yeah. set it. It pushed it, up from zero. Yeah. Oh, so the bar was just like on the ground <laughs> yeah. before. And yeah. Like, and I, I was I like, who's going to set this up? And we're like, like <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's number one. Did you see anything else that weekend that you liked? Or, well, let me just see. Did, oh, you, see anything, s- did you see anything that weekend you thought was similar to the style or, or tone that, of us? Out sort of curiosity. Because we did, we were gone. Um, this, we were gone the second week and the first weekend. I only got to see like one or two other shows. Yeah. So, because I can't be bothered to see all that boring shit. Just kidding. Okay. Well, I would say that what <laughs> I think is interesting about your performance, sure. especially compared to everything else that I saw, is mm-hmm. that you kind of fit in this category of more like like self aware sketch comedy sure. i would say oh, or it's definitely. like almost, very aware yeah definitely <laughs> it's almost like on a like like meta sketch yeah i suppose to an extent it is meta sketch it's we're aware we're doing sketch comedy yeah. we acknowledge the audience yeah but that mm. was always that was always kind of um a, a direct um i guess inverse or opposite coming from i guess regular sketch backgrounds or having so many friends and seeing so many straightforward sketch shows we'll put in quotes it's incredibly i find it incredibly annoying when people treat sketch comedy like theater, where everything has to be quiet and 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 and, and like oh it's like here we now take you to the now scene. Now it's a little we're play. Now, now we're in a cafe, guys, and oh you know, and we're all like hey it's you know and like people if people aren't laughing or someone's talking or someone gets up in the middle if something happens to the audience we're all let's oh the mark of a true actor is to pretend like you know I don't see the audience there's this wall and you know I'm like I, I I hate that shit. I mean I don't mind it in regular theater, but sketch comedy it's like I'm going for the comedy, not for the theater aspects of it. So feeling that way, when we started doing Teenager, especially when we got on, like, got it really moving, we always made a point to be like, there's no, um, you know, magic of theater we now take you to. We'll jokingly say we take you to, but we always adamantly want to be like, in one way or another, we're in a theater, you're sitting, you're looking at two guys on a stage. These are jokes, and generally speaking, it's a waste of your time. Yeah, and also, you and the audience who looks bored, like, you're not going to get away with it. Like, if you guys aren't having, we're going to consistently go to the audience and bug them and talk to them and if you cheer we're going to address it if you heckle we're going to address it there's no the audience is like imaginary and there's like we're in everyone's face like the show i think the the way we originally described it was to us the stage ends at like the back of the theater so if you're in the room you're, you're part, part of the, the show, show as far as we're considered yeah and we'll just it's not necessarily just always being like and now let's go to the audience for bit work it's just i can't because I go see shows all the time, too. And they're usually incredibly boring and tedious. So whenever there's something kind of, like, lively about it or seeming, like, dangerous or daring, you know, in the truth. Which we're not claiming to be. Yeah, we're not claiming to be. But like something just, like, makes me aware of what's happening in the moment. Like, oh, anything can happen with this group or anything can happen with this jokes. You know, like, you'll see usually with good improv. Or sketch comedy where it's, like, it's so funny and so engaging. I'm, like, you know, at this edge of my seat, which is also very rare. You know, try and go for that as opposed to... You know, because I, I came from other sketch groups and classes and stuff where it was all like, you know, like I, I, I know those classes. I know the mentality of like, let's keep it really grounded because then you find some sort of truth and that truth leads to real honest blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I don't care about that shit, man. I just want to jump around and be funny. I think something that's interesting is that some of a couple other groups that maybe had that same feeling of you never know what's going to happen mm-hmm. or like almost like a fear sure. kind of at certain moments are groups like, like fucked 
F-U-C-T. I never got a chance to see them. Or, um, or even some of the Elephant Larry stuff mm-hmm. where like you're just not sure where they're going to take it. But yeah. sometimes it gets it's almost like shock kind of stuff. Or, yeah. And I don't with you guys. It wasn't that like mm-hmm. I don't feel like you were doing anything that was like shock. I don't kind think of we're even there. trying to surprise yeah. the audience. Shock in as far any as way. as far as subject matter. I I really. We don't go for that. It's not I mean, like, that's fine. Let's, we let's, use dirty words yeah, and stuff gross, like that. But and there's but no, yeah, we it, are very meta about. We're aware yeah. the idea of the comedy things that we're making fun I mean, of. For example, during the show, you kept so you kept playing the music and you would do yeah. your little dancing. It was very oh, yeah. like a repetition thing, right? It was mm-hmm. funny, not sure, funny, sure, funny sure, again sure. thing. Yeah. But then in between that, you had you were like referring to a set list. Mm-hmm. You kept yes. like, and you would tell the audience, yeah. This, yeah, this next little sketch is, called. sketch is called this, yeah. and then you point, and it was a lot of. Uh, seemed like there was a lot of humor in the title, in the way you delivered that. Oh, of like, sure. here's what this called, and yeah. then everyone's like thinking in their head, like, okay, what is that going to be? Yeah. Or they have an idea of what it's probably going to be. Right, definitely, definitely. That kind of comes from um, the original, the first couple of years, Conan O'Brien years, when he first came out, and like when that Glazer and Louis C.K. and all those guys writing for him where a, a crux of their comedy stuff was always like introducing new characters mm-hmm. where we now take you to the so-and-so, so-and-so. And the way that it always went was when they did it, when they really got in the groove was, and now there's the, you know, the this and that character. And then the title's funny. And then someone they comes come out, out or they come on, they do it. And it's also funny. And then it kind of, it stops being funny because there's really no out. All it was is like a funny title for something and then the living incarnate of it. And then kind of like, and then it cuts back either like they kind of stand there and shrug their shoulders, you know, like like it goes right. down and then back up again. You know, that was like the signature pace of that show. And we are, you know, big fans of that. Everyone is. So we had started off doing regular joking around like sketches or longer things. And then we started to doing like to break up the this is a long time ago, like longer ones to break it up with these kind of like either characters or we now take it to sort of things that are like a lot quicker. And just it just evolved into almost all that stuff. Yeah. You know. Because yeah. do you want? Can yeah. you give a? I mean, I hate to ask you to like describe your joke or something, but sure. can you give an example, like for people that haven't seen or didn't see the show, of like what one of those sketches would be? Um, shit, even if you just said like the yeah, title, yeah. but didn't. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, some titles were uh, a child molester, golf instructor, uh, the ninja rapist. I can't even remember. That's uh, why we have the set list on yeah. stage. I can never uh, remember what. The, what they are the guy whose out of body experience is listening to Limp Biscuit. There was a. Do you want me to describe some of these or just say the titles? I don't know. If, I mean, if you want, if you'd like to. I'm trying to think of one where it was kind of like what you were saying before about how like the title. You're like, oh, I get what it's going to be, and then it's something else. But we used to do it was like wh- horny Spider Man. Yeah, and that plays off of the joke that like, you know, it's like it's him coming. Yeah, you know, out of his wrist. Uh, that's that stuff could be like, yeah, it's it's, it's stupid. It's well, not in the. I mean, yeah. It depends on which Spider, which version of Spider-Man. Well, this oh, yeah. is the version that we're doing, where he comes out of his wrist. I mean, that is kind of weird. Yeah, he yeah, ejaculates yeah, yeah. onto a building and swings from the ejaculate. I was always more of a fan of the Peter Parker designed the little web shooter. Are they gonna, no, are they not gonna me, do because I, I don't have a little web shooter in my dick. <laughs> yeah. I didn't make my the cum to come out of my dick. I, I could, believe me, I could if I wanted to, but I don't need to. It comes out for free. Okay. We used to, uh, We used to have... What's one that we one that we don't do anymore that I like was called uh the uh the haunted house that was purchased by a deaf guy. 
and I would just kind of be in the curtain behind there and like stick my head out and just be like, like making his face and be like, I kill you just so I like just doing that as Tim's kind of looking around. And then when I stop, you say something like, say something like, we need to change these curtains. Yeah. Like the joke being that he can't hear me. Like, so what would a haunted house be if you couldn't hear the demon screaming at you? A lot of our sketches have like kind of like its own built in like futility of like the something, the something with the, you know, like, like the premise, the title basically denotes the concept of even possibly being a sketch. Like it's almost like, right. Yeah. Like that, that's the, that's the joke. All of our sketches, the reason they're two sentences longer is I was doing one thing is because it can't go any further. Well, and sometimes the action was shorter than even just the setup. Yeah, exactly. Oh, sure, we exactly. find that very funny as yeah. well. The fact then, that so it would that take longer to describe something. You would describe it. People are imagining this. Then this very quick thing happens. Yeah. And then yeah. go back to the song. Just go, yeah. go, 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 go. So I got the impression seeing this show, like it, it was hard for me to even know, hmm. like, is this what they do all the time? Oh. Is this like, oh, could, so I see, could I have seen them a year ago or a year in the future? With my time machine, yeah, and or you could. It would be yeah. totally like a different experience. Yes and no. Um, the the short sketches are probably uh, we're definitely we've been doing the last couple of years, but we always change them. It's very rare when we do something more than like three times. Like just we constantly get together and come up with new titles and we ideas. always try to do a new just show every single stuff time and like shuffle um, kind of shuffle things in and out. But usually, like that show, I would say seventy mm, percent of that was new. Yeah, probably to that day. Yeah, like we, like that was we the first worked time on we did it. it. Yeah, probably the night before. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's another there's another another element of like how we do it is that yeah it's like the night before we just come up with a ton of titles and then whittle them down, and and part of what makes it fun and makes it loose and makes it exciting for us and therefore I think more of an entertaining show to watch is that sometimes when you see us perform that's the first time we've done it too so when we're kind of like feeling it out or kind of turning to the audience and like ad-libbing off of everything it's because we don't have much to go on mm-hmm. and that makes it more exciting again because we want to do the opposite of what most people do and which is have the same 30 minutes they do over and over again for four years and it's like I would rather have 20 sketches that bomb that an audience hates yeah. and that we just get to discuss and live through with the audience right. than have basically a set I don't know set list that we know is going to kill and there's no spontaneity yeah it's just, it. i mean you can tell i mean i'm sure you saw with some of the groups like you could just feel watching the sketch groups like this is the thousandth time they've done this they're almost like on autopilot and regardless of the jokes are landing or not you just know it and you kind of mm-hmm. sit there being like oh, this is kind of boring like and there's also i mean i've been in several sketch groups where a sketch you thought was funny you get like a, a, a six-week run and on opening night, well, you realize the sketch isn't funny. It was an inside joke that doesn't work. Now I got to do it six more weeks in a row, you know, and just being like, here, you know, here comes that sketch that sucks. Where with us, if we mm-hmm. do something at bombs, it's like, all right, done. We're not doing it again. The end. Let's do something new. One of the things that we've always tried to do is make sure that nothing is even looks over rehearsed. Yeah. And in doing that, we've gone the exact opposite direction. So everything is so completely under rehearsed that sometimes when you're seeing it, we've never even done anything but just discuss and it. I, and yeah. I think as an audience member, you can see the two of you thinking, which is really interesting. Sure. Good. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I mean, we want the audience to be part of the experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just as an audience that shows up to our show is just as much in the group as yeah. we are. I like to think of it as sort of like we're all performing in someone's like living room. Yeah. Or just like, screw, like screwing around at a party. Yeah. You know, These but are, is it also, are you like setting up a situation that's like safe? Like you can't fail by doing it this way. Like, yeah, I don't you know th- what I mean. Yeah. I, it's funny you should mention that. Cause we I've, used to fail all the time. Yeah. 
to be frank. But now I feel like we're just comfortable with letting people in on this thing. And also, but I think there's some people that would be like, it's a cop out. Hmm. Oh, uh, well, sure. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. Yeah. But fuck you. We don't want to okay. do it. No, not you. But like, I mean, people. Could, I mean, anyone can see us and go, "Oh, you guys just make it up on your spot. You're you're, you're not you're not doing this, not doing that. The scenes are short." But I mean, you're what is the around. About? It's like I mean, what that, the fact that we're not trying. What are we supposed to do? And I'm not saying that like you, but like, if people go, "You're copying out. You're not doing it the way it's supposed to." It's like, who, who are we f- not doing it the way we're yeah, supposed to? Or are, are we just not doing it how yeah. that person would want us yeah. to do it? We're not doing it. I mean, there is. This is the city of Chicago, where Second City is. You know. The kingpin of comedy. There is right now, I don't know, I'm going to guess, 500,000 people doing sketch comedy in the city. And every single person is pretty much doing it kind of the way that training center told them to. So when people, if people were like, well, that's not really how it is, not how you're supposed to do it. I mean, you don't have to like it, but not the way you're supposed to do it. It's like, drop fucking dead. How are we supposed to do it? Like, Does it surprise you that more people don't, like, do it differently? Throw out the rule book and do just whatever? Absolutely, no, yeah. I mean, it doesn't surprise me at all. I, I, well, I'm kind of surprised... I guess because I've been around, first. I'm not surprised now, but you know what I mean? Like, you would think, oh, it's a city with so much different outlets for comedy, people would be more experimental or crazy, but yeah, I guess not. I mean, I wish people did more because we, we, we find that like there's a handful of people in Chicago who do do interesting, new, exciting things with their performance, and they also go widely ignored, you know, because that's not what the touring companies are looking for, and it's, it's just unfortunate. Okay, now your response... I mean, I'm not surprised that this is how people want to do it because people generally just do what they've seen before. Sure. I mean, there's a there's a it is a specific craft of crafting a sketch show that works just like sketch shows have always been done. Mm-hmm. And I'd be I'd be lying if I say we weren't ripping off Conan O'Brien's early years. Good point. Yeah. So we're just doing the exact same thing we're, that they did. We're picking a different source material. Well, yeah, we're say? just picking a different yeah. influence to basically copy. I mean, I'm not saying that we do it exactly like that, but I wouldn't say that like we invented what yeah, we're doing. We don't exist in a vacuum. You know, it's not. Yeah, you know, everything references something else, but so then ultimately, does it just kind of come down to this is what you think is more interesting? Yeah, this is just what we Definitely. want to do and how yeah. we want to do it. Yeah, I think. I mean, I know lots of people perform a more traditional way, and it's more um, the motives seemingly are more. Well, if I want to get to the next level, I got to do it like this. And we only seem like we're doing it a different way because you just don't see it a lot. I'm yeah. sure there are other people who other places that do it the exact same way that we do it yeah why not yeah i don't know we just don't know about them okay yeah. so let's back up and sure. talk about how the two of you uh like so we're not going to talk about like <laughs> why don't you ask us a question and we'll just answer it i mean yeah. Yeah. Uh, whatever yeah let's have a big build-up of what we're not going <laughs> yeah. to talk about okay this is sort we'll of my interview to, style this okay. is your interview style here's, a, here's what i'm not going to talk about here's well what we're, not gonna talk about. About. we're not going to talk I about i got a checklist of what we're not going to do and then you try to answer something <laughs> yeah. Ooh, don't tell me what i'm going to be thinking about <laughs> go ahead sorry <laughs> First of all, are you guys from Chicago originally? Suburbs, bro. The burbs. Yeah. Bourbon it. Really? Burbles. Mm-hmm. How long have you two known each other? Uh, as long as we've been doing this. Yes, two and a half, three years. Two and a half, three years. Okay, yeah. and did you meet doing like training or something? No, we met uh, through a mutual friend at old Chicago's Old Town Alehouse. Yeah, we, I, I, I was a writer for a show, and a mutual friend of ours was in the show. And I for went a sketch through. Show? Yeah, at, at that Donnie Skybox. He went to see his, our mutual friend and then hung on afterwards. Started chatting. Just did bits at the bar. And it screwed around pretty much how we talk now. And I was like, all right, well, we should do something together. 
Bada bing boom. And that's bada. what it came out of. And then, what kind of training background do each of you come from? You go first, Tim. Well, my training background is I did improv classes at I.O., and then I was on several teams there, and then I did improv, you know, in various, you know, little groups throughout the city, and then did this, and then dropped out of I.O. to concentrate on this, and that's basically my comedy pedigree, but I went to theater school. Mm. Okay, before. Beforehand, for college, I have a theater degree. Yo. Which I never put into practice, except for saying, like, we take down the third wall, man. The fourth wall. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I'm gonna, <laughs> the third wall. Oh, no wonder I... Wait, Is it with, take, the, with the throne being the, back, or with the throne being, like, one on stage, the, stage left? Stage left. Stage left. <laughs> stage left. Tear it down. I want to see the fire exit. <laughs> I want to see the stage manager. <laughs> Got the clipboard. Oh, keep going. Keep going. Keep riffing. Stretch, Stretch it. The show's Stretch. too short, which everyone says about theater shows oh it's, that play was too short <laughs> that's too short yeah that's something that no one's ever said <laughs> that is true i've never heard someone go oh, I, w- I wish i could oh, see I more of those characters i wish that play was longer yeah i wish it was, why, why not a second intermission and a, a other third yeah oh uh i went through io does that sort of answer your yeah. question perfectly perfect yeah. Yeah. now you go yeah i did io classes uh took the uh sketch writing program at second city and that's it mm-hmm. you know and before that i got i went to college for graphic design that's what i do that's what you do now? Yeah, well, uh, stuff related to it. I mean, I'm not officially a graphic designer now, but... What does that mean? Um, well, now I'm an image designer, so with a company called Groupon. Heard of it? Oh, yeah, I've heard of them. So, um, graphic design... They had one of them Super Bowl commercials. Yeah, it's yeah, one yeah. of those group coupon companies. Yeah, 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 group coupons. I get, well, Are there competing group coupon companies? Oh, yeah, there's a bunch. I don't know if... Well, there's a, they're not competing with Groupon. Groupon's uh, squashing them all. But there's a bunch of people who have uh, ripped off the format and are now trying to – there's like Living Social and – Why are you advertising those. for those guys? L- Living Social is great, man. I got there it. should be a company called Coop, which <laughs> is Coupon and Group mashed up. Oh, okay. It'd be like Groupon, mm-hmm. but Coop. Okay. The coup is from <laughs> Coupon. Uh-huh. What's the oop? And the oop is from Group. Okay. And it would be a dot com. <laughs> so. Or a dot CA if we were in Canada. Uh-huh. Okay. There you go. So you do image design? I don't understand what that means. Oh, um. Do you know what an image is? Yeah. It's just like a picture. Do you get, do you know what a, gr- uh, a group on is? Do you know like, what a group on is? Yeah. Or a coupe from my company? Basically, uh, every group on has the same kind of splash page where it's laid out. Like, here's the deal and here's all this. It's like the same page and there's a picture yeah. there. My job is to find the image that corresponds with that deal and yeah. cleans it up and makes it web ready and then plugs it in. Is that fun? Yeah, it's not bad. It's, uh, it's a lot uh, funner than it sounds and the uh, company's cool. I like the people I work with. So, And I just got off a year of uh, freelancing as a designer full-time and uh, had a lot of ups and downs. I don't know if you ever freelanced or anything, but... That's what, I mean, that's what I've done for the last five years yeah see how it goes and stuff, I, yeah. oh, oh really yeah well i only did it for like a year so i like learned everything the hard way from when to expect a lot of work and when not to and you know taxes you know what i mean like the first year yeah. you do it's like a lot of ups and downs and just when the, this opportunity kind of came up i'm like ah freelance because i don't want to be a graphic designer you know how so, did you end up doing that oh uh, well for years i worked as a you know regular print designer at various companies and for three years, I'd worked at this company that um, by at the end of the three years, I just hated it so much. Without any job prospects, I just quit. which was just like, I can't handle this anymore. And How did they feel about that? I don't think they noticed. Do so, they know? They don't know that you don't. I mean, do they don't know that he paid? doesn't work there yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm still getting checks. So mm. No, and then, you know, just His got. His name tag's still on the desk. Hooked up with a bunch of uh, creative staffing firms. I don't know if you use any of those. but I've, I've dabbled. Yeah, so 
they took a lot of the work out of it for me. So, but whatever, just wasn't my thing. Mm. You know, not interesting. You can cut that out. No, we keep it all. Oh Jesus, poor listener. How do you think? How do you, you think this listeners. thing ends up being ninety minutes? Yeah, no kidding. You it's play the boring a, parts that you play a five-minute song that's the same thing. <laughs> you record the well, bathroom maybe we breaks. should play another song. Let's now. go out have a cigarette and you hear the conversation outside the window. Yeah, I think it's going good. Yeah, me too. It's fine. <laughs> I like you know if you start editing, it just opens like a makes can. it con- makes it concise and enjoyable. Yeah, good yeah, point. it's terrible that way. <laughs> uh, people want to hear people want to hear unfiltered. Like, uh, really? That's weird because I don't. No, you do. Do I? Yeah, no, he does. He oh, does. Man. You, you don't know it yet. Okay. Yeah, it's like this is like people listen to this and they're like, it's like you're really just like in a room, like talking to these people, you do, but they don't hear you. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. talking to these like two people that I wouldn't want to spend one second with yeah. in real life. I want to listen. We had to spend 90 minutes. Do you with have them. that? Pers- do you think people feel that way about you? Do I f- think people do you feel, feel that like way outsiders? About me? I feel like no. oh in the comedy scene I don't yeah. know not really yeah there's not enough of a, of a well I just wonder because you kind of said they all suck uh, <laughs> we say they all suck um, we said they're all different Joe no, Joe I, may have said that they suck yeah, I said majority of them suck yeah but um, a majority of everything sucks that's yeah. why there can be good things yeah that's true if nothing sucked everything would be mediocre because outsider would um, imply that there's like an inside mm-hmm. and I mean because there's no industry to this town it's like there's no like I don't feel there's any like core spot or group that like is it and therefore to be out for better yeah. or worse. I just feel like and we're not trying to make our way inside anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're not. We're just kind of doing our own things. So. We're not really interested in being on Second City yeah. or being at IO or doing anything that any major theater is doing. We want to create our own content and do it sort of the yeah. way that we want to do it, which also includes doing it in other cities and you know. Yeah, and, and I mean. Just- Everything that we do is just established I mean, dot, on. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah, well, it's just like everything that we do is established on conversations similar to this one, where it's like, well, what do we like and what do we want to do and where do we want to go? And it isn't like these long lists of like, you know, like diaries and, and manifestos. It's just kind of like, eh, I don't really like rehearsing uh, three times a week and I don't really want to have dialogue at the memorize and, you know, I just want to keep it loose. Let's just do that. Like that's all it really is. And we want it to be super spontaneous. Yeah, and that's why if it looks different from what everyone else is doing, it's because we didn't look at a set of rules and try to plug ourselves into it. We like built the rules around what we wanted to do. That makes sense. What was your thought? Did you feel like that when you started taking training at I.O.? And stuff? You know, I think when I started taking training, I'm going to speak for myself. Um, well, first, I started with the, with the sketch writing first, and I was just like, well, I want to write short comedy pieces, mostly for like videos. And I was already making some. I was like, well, I could be funnier, and I have no idea how to do it. So it was just a nice to get into a room with other people who were, like, taking comedy seriously to, like, talk about it and deconstruct it. But, yeah, my attitude was always, like, go to these training centers and kind of get, like, in the groove of, like, just to be around people who are, like, we'll talk about comedy and the crafting something comedically, you know, and get, like, kind of like that going. But I always felt like, all right, now I'm going to go leave and go do my own thing. It was never... I didn't. I never went into any area being like, I'm gonna take this theater by storm. They're gonna see me and be so blah blah. I was just like, kind of want to get the ball rolling with understanding how to comedically work on something. You know what so I mean? You, so you were already doing some mm-hmm. video stuff, yeah. and you thought taking a class would help you maybe like yeah. just be able to do it better. But you weren't looking at it as like you go to this and then you do that and then this is correct. The- yeah, I, I just didn't feel that. It would work. You weren't trying to like enter a system of no, some sort. No, I mean, or, like, well, see, yeah, I understand. Like, like I'm from the suburbs, and like my first, I guess, like creative passion was um, like music, and especially like local 
Chicago music. I had friends who were in bands. So I just like, as long as I can remember, the attitude was always, well, if you want to do something, just do it. You want to have a show? Put up a show. You want to write a song? Write a song. There was never any talk of like, oh man, we got to do it the way everyone else is you doing it. got to take guitar classes Exactly, first. exactly. That's what, Yeah, or um, we're a band that's trying to like get noticed and be signed, so we have to get... It was just like, you need to do... I was never in these bands, but like you just got used to everyone doing it themselves. Before I knew there was an alternative, it was just just do whatever you want to do. So with that attitude going into the comedy, I never thought, oh, I want to work my way up a, a theater. I just, I was making comedy videos with my friends, and I couldn't like try and work with them. I couldn't make it funnier because they just didn't have like the, what am I trying to say here? Like the set of understanding to like make something funny, like take it apart or write it or make it better. So I just wanted mm-hmm. to like, your interest just outgrew their abilities. Yeah, exactly. They were like, yeah, let's just do it. This is funny. Let's do that. But I just thought, like, well, there's got to be a way to write something and want it to be funnier and and do that. You know what I mean? Were you doing, uh, like, all the technical kind of stuff, too? Yeah, I kind of eventually took that over. When I started, it was, like, a group effort with some other guys. But little by little, partly because of my selfishness and partly because they weren't as available as I was, I just kind of, like, started taking over technical duties just because, like... The other guys I started with, they're good and they're talented. I still work with them, but they had like you know full time production jobs. So mm-hmm. I felt well, I can wait wait for them to edit it, and I'll take they'll get get around to it in four months, or I can just teach myself editing and do it in a weekend. You know, it's mm-hmm. just like I just was like just I was impatient, so that's why I figured out how to do it. And uh, Tim, what about you? Why I forgot what? the question. I was so bored by Joe's answer. <laughs> yeah, 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 so yo. You're, you're origin, like why you originally took classes at I.O.? Like were you trying, did you have an end goal or was I it? I did not have an end goal. I really didn't know what I wanted to do exactly when I first moved to the city. Um, I've always been interested in comedy. I always liked it and always thought it would be something that I wanted to do. But I don't know. Uh, I had a friend who was at I.O., uh, just taking classes and said he liked it. So I was like, well, why not? Uh, so my parents got me a level one class for like Christmas or something. Merry like Christmas, that. Tim. Oh, thanks. It's nothing. Oh, it's a check. <laughs> it was a check. And uh, so I just started taking classes there and I enjoyed doing it. And you are distracting the <laughs> hell out of me by Joe's adjusting. Joe's doing some prop I just, work I keep, over I keep, here. keep adjusting the microphone. I can't help it. I'm sorry. Man, that it. It's making mine more interesting. Yeah, sorry. I, I apologize. Okay. Um, uh, I don't have a straight answer. Why did I do it? Just because like, it seemed why like... Why not? Why not? It seemed yeah. like something I wanted to do. Chicago is an improv town. That's sort of the com- what the comedy that it's known for. Before you took improv classes, did you like go? would you go see improv or were you like interested in that? No. No. I, I don't think I had seen an improv show before I started taking classes. I'm, the, I'm totally the same way. I hadn't seen... I signed up and hadn't even gone to the theater. I didn't even know where it was. And then after my first class, whatever weekday it was on, because they give you that patch, like, now you can see free shows. And I thought, well, while I'm here, I'll go see a show. I don't remember what I saw, but it was really bad and really boring. And I kind of thought, like, oh, what have I got myself into? See, I never thought that. I've, I since, always... I've since then seen very good things at I.O. I don't want to yeah. say like, it's just, it's just. I think it's funny, like, if I would have seen a show like that, I probably wouldn't have signed up. Just because, like, I probably would have signed up anyway. I was also looking for friends as well. Mm. People, uh... Kindred comedy spirits, I suppose. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. People who were interested in doing it. And, I mean, that's... if For no other reason, going through I.O. was a great idea just because I met a bunch of people yeah. that I wouldn't have known anyway. So it was like, it beat my, you know, super depressed yeah. 
staying in bed for like 18 hours a day every day. The best thing about any of those training centers totally is because it's nice, like I was saying before, just being in a room, especially with the writing, to people talk about, you read something and it's not really funny. And then people seriously are like, okay, what's it about? Let's take it apart. Who's this character? This might make it more funny, this and that. Like having a real conversation and make it funnier was like kind of mind-blowing for me just to be like, finally. Because here all this time I've been trying to do funny videos with friends and it's not that funny. And I'd be like, well, it's not good. And just no one having that like understand that logic and just be like, oh, well, just I'll just wear this wackier hat. and Let's put this on there and that. I'm like, no, that's not what I mean. Uh, you know, so... And I just like the idea of a bunch of people taking goofing around seriously. Sure. There's something, there's something about that that I find enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Even though, you know, I think comedy is a total privileged thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't... We don't need it. We need toilets that flush and stuff like that. But the fact that people can be, like, professional comedians or, like, have the ability to, like, do this in front yeah. of people that pay for it, I think that's awesome. And to be able to take it seriously like it is an art, I... Think it's annoying? No, I like to be able to take it like it is an art. Oh, you like... Okay. I think it is. Mm. It's not... I mean, comedy's always looked down upon as opposed... Like, when... Like, going through theater school, in my experience, when you study plays and stuff, it's like comedy is basically the shit. Like, it's not as important The shit in a bad way. It should... Yes. No, it's not like the shit, man... I think comedy is the shit, but in, you know, it wasn't it wasn't seen like as most the... artistic circles. Comedy's thought of as like a very low, you know, yeah. artistic endeavor, which is very annoying. But I consider it to be one of the higher ones. I I mean I enjoy it the most, and I think it's just as valuable just as valuable as like any sort of dramatic piece of work. That being said, I find that neither of those are valuable, but both are very fun and important part to my life. Yeah, dog. Well put. Thanks. You're welcome. Well, I'm spent. <laughs> That's it. So so what do you think like the pinnacle of that kind of expression can be? What's the pinnacle of artistic expression? Comedic. Comedic expression. expression? I don't know. That's, know. A, com- that's really a difficult. difficult that's a difficult question, question yeah. to answer. I wish I was more pretentious because I would have a very easy <laughs> answer for <laughs> oh, you. Oh, let me tell you. I would say something like, you know, at its best, you know, comedy is changing people's lives. They're changing their opinions. We're getting bills passed through Congress because yeah. of this important satire. Yeah. And, you know, maybe that worked. For the Greeks, yeah, but maybe that still works in the Daily Show, where you kind of like take yeah. complex political ideas and kind of boil them down to like humor and makes it easier to understand. But I, I'm a comedian. I don't change. I don't think I'm ever changing anyone's minds, yeah. and I have no goal to change There's anyone's no, like, mind. Agenda to any of the no, we have no political agenda other than yeah. I mean, I'm not. I don't want to do any jokes that are racist or homophobic. Sure, but yeah. I'm willing to poke fun at the groups that do that kind oh, of humor yeah, I guess the worst. because I hate that stuff so much. You talk about easy stuff. I mean, you know, you know, be like, like the, the I hate stuff like even more so than just like racist or homophobic material. I find it just like, I hate easy material. I hate that yeah, easy, easy yeah. kind of humor. Yeah. It's dumb and it's wasting everyone's time yeah. and it sends a poor message out and it's making fun of, you know, Someone that is generally considered to like, you know, they have less of a voice. Yeah, it's like it's like going after the defenseless. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Or like, like that is really 
I mean, that's obviously terrible, but I also know you mean like easy jokes, like just so many things. You just like, isn't this person funny because they're gay? Well, no, it's not funny because of that. Yeah. Or, or when, or whenever, and you get this a lot where like people like, we're going to do like this political send up and everything is like, ugh, isn't Glenn Beck a moron? I'm not saying he's not, but just like, why everyone, like, what are you, what are you saying? Like this, everyone's saying that. Like, what do you come up with something original to say? about that guy or you know or shut up i don't I think yeah. it's important to have an opinion but our teenage of the year is more about our opinion on comedy yeah. on contemporary comedy yeah, more than point. anything yeah. else Opi- i don't think opinions in comedy stem out to just political or social or like like those types of opinions you know it's like you can detect your opinion in your comedy or your work could be like my opinion is is that it, this is bullshit so let's just have fun like yeah. my opinion is most comedy is irritating yeah, you that's know? we have very strong opinions on comedy, what we do and don't like, and you can probably pick up on that just by seeing us. Yeah, I mean, it seems like you're on the same page with each other. Definitely. Do you have like issues with that ever though? Like when you're writing, is I don't think do we've ever, ever had no, never we've had. never fights? had a no. creative disagreement. Yeah, nothing, nothing past. If Joe writes something that I don't think is worth doing, then we were very easy with. All right, then we won't do yeah, it. And it. the same thing, if I write something that Joe doesn't like, why is that funny? If we can't say why it's funny or how it would be yeah. funny, then you throw it away. Yeah. Isn't that kind of freaky? Uh, that you see eye to eye so well? Maybe. I don't Not know. really. I think we're just two guys that are easy to get along with. Yeah. And, and the we way hold it, the same opinions, basically. Yeah. We form this group, basically, because we... Couldn't really work with anyone else. Well, I could work with plenty of other people. <laughs> I'm very likable. Oh, okay. But, uh, <laughs> you know, we... When we were initial, before we did any shows, we would like get together and just talk about like what kind of show don't we want to do? Yeah, and we spent hours, countless hours, discussing. I hate when I hate when they do this kind of thing, yeah, or, or don't you hate when like the tech gets screwed up on this, or yeah. like when everything's revolving around the technical aspects of a show, yeah, or yeah. like don't you hate this kind of joke? Or yeah, everything. Yeah, and then just, so like let's just not do that, yeah. and then. When we were trying to think about what do we want to do, we were just like, why not the exact opposite of all the stuff we can't of stand. all of that? So it's like, I hate when technical cues get screwed up. No Let's tech. have no tech whatsoever. I can't stand when people do the same stuff over and over again. Let's do new stuff all the time. I hate it when a scene is like super, super long and it only has one joke. How about a super short scene? Just, just the do joke. the joke. Yeah. I can't stand when people get cluttered up with props. No props. You know? Yeah. Just, just, that's, I mean, it was pretty simple. You know, just... Yeah, just do it like that, you know? Yeah, I mean... I mean, it definitely evolved since then, but as far as seeing thing eye to eye, also, we we don't we haven't done this for a long time. Maybe at the beginning, we would bring stuff that we worked on separately, but it was always kind of like, what about this? What about that? Eh, so now, the only time we work on teenager stuff is when we're together. together. And much like a conversation, it's like, we're just talking, and because we talk everything out together, clearly it's going to be something we both like. I mean, I think when groups run into like, oh, I have this material or these ideas, but no one, this other persons want to do it. It stems from I've been working on this on my own for a while. Now I'm going to bring it to the group. Oh, they don't want to do it. But if you, but work, I've spent so much time on yeah, this. No, it's good. But if you just like only work with the group, like if I'm working on teenager stuff, it's only with Tim. And when I'm not with him, I'm not. You know what I mean? And we never move forward on an idea that we haven't both agreed on wanting to do in the first yeah. place. So it's not like anyone's spending any amount of extra time working on something hard by yeah. themselves to bring it and have it rejected. So no one's feelings get hurt when yeah. only a germ of yeah. inspiration the furthest is it would tossed go. out. Yeah, the furthest it goes. Like, oh, you know, it'd be funny if we did, uh, you know, like, how about uh, the grandpa who... Uh, 
you know, has too many watches on. What's how's that funny? I, I don't know. Forget. All it. right, then forget it. Yeah, that's that's usually how it goes. As far as disagreements, what about this? Though I think yeah. that's a very funny sketch. <laughs> what time is it, Grandpa? I don't know. <laughs> Take that, elderly. Send them up. Again. Oh, sending up those elderly. So, They've had it too good for too long. They're so defenseless. They've got their own homes. Let's get them. Uh, next question. <laughs> Let's talk about the video stuff. So, sure. like everything that you just said, you were talking a lot about, like the idea of mm-hmm. theater and what people were doing with sketch. Is it the same thing with the video stuff? Sort of. I don't. I don't feel that. I don't have super strong opinions on comedy videos. Yeah. In a, the same way so that much. I should say that every comedy video we've done, there's been a reason behind it. The reason usually being is that there's a show coming up and, oh, for the hell of it, let's make a video for it. We never were like sat down and be like, we also got to constantly be churning out videos like whatever groups, you know, but going into them, I mean, the attitude is the same as being like, have kind of a funny idea. You know, scripts like uh, say this, say that, say this, say that. And yeah, we write like, the scripts on the spot. Yeah, we just do it on the spot. And if it's you'll like notice, a- most of the videos are shot in one of our apartments. Yeah, just like so. It's like oh. we come, we bring the camera. You'll see very few props. Yeah, also in- boiled down again, boiled down to like easiest elements to make. And we'll only do those videos if we can shoot it in less than an hour. Yeah, everything we like shot an hour, and I'll go back and edit it in another hour, and just put it out there. You know, just because we want it to moving. be immediate. There's some, there's some higher quality ones that recently came out. Well, I did them for a, uh, a uh, show, I don't want to say showcase, but like this thing at, at uh, the hideout I was asked to show videos at. And I, it was more like, well, I'll do them like a little bit like nicer because they've asked me to show stuff. But when we just do stuff to do it, it's like bring over the camera. Don't even have like a separate mic. Just like say this, I say that, say this. I say you hold it, I do this thing, I hold it, do this thing, uh, and we're out. You know, and then just... I mean, the music and every- personally, I just like the homemade quality of it. Yeah. It's like it's it doesn't clutter it up with all the production values. No one's being like, "Wow, look! Can you believe what a title sequence?" Forget unbelievable. That, you know? that video looked so great. I want it to be funny, in the yeah. way that like I'm sure you guys have seen those uh, the 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 comedy group Stella. They yeah, that's why have, I kept thinking those yeah, Stella they shorts. They have the yeah. shorts that they would play before their shows in yeah. you know New York. And those were those have a very like homemade quality to them because they were originally made for those shows to show a club full of yeah. people before they did their live show. Well, when you were describing your process, yeah. I kept thinking about yeah. that because they described it the same way of like, yeah. how much can we get this done in one day? Yeah. Like, yeah, you, you know, know making keep, it, up keep as you it loose. Go. Yeah. So, and that was kind of the attitude for making those. Like, I mean, I do other video stuff that I definitely focus more time on, but for these, it's like, you know, our live show is very loose, very from the hip very spontaneous just make the videos like the same quality or the same kind of like spont- spontaneity excuse me um, so just go super fast yeah why not right yeah yeah um, I think for us being funny is better than any other yeah, thing it, that we could do duh, the videos are going to go largely ignored and the only hope you have for someone to pass it on or to enjoy it is to make it like as funny as you can and you know there's that's everything we've done at one point. We're like, this is hilarious. I think I would show this if I found this, but never do people go, wow, that looks so professional. I should, it's hey, like a real movie. Yeah. Hey, look at, look at the, uh, the color correcting on this one. Oh, how about that title sequence? Oh huh? yeah. But that was really hard. No one cares. So do you, when you're working on stuff, is it totally, uh, do I think this is funny type situation? Yeah. Always. Always. You never like, 
thinking about cutting a joke that you're like, yeah, but I think people are going to like that. No, way. No, no, I've never. Uh, maybe no. at the beginning, we probably definitely yeah. did that. Um, yeah. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Like when we first started, there was probably like, I, I don't even remember, honestly. Yeah. But it was, you know, it felt, it felt like us doing an impression of ourselves almost. Yes. Like, this is the kind of like, according to our sensibilities, this is something we would probably do. Yeah. And, and now we just do, we've. We've run through probably 200 sketches yeah, since we started. So now we're all out of ideas. So now it's just, what do we think is fun? Yeah, it's like, yeah, we, we've exhausted every, like, if we ever tried to do something that was more, would connect with an audience, either live or video, we've long since gone past that. And we're like, ah, it, fuck it, we'll just do what we want. We do. want the audience to come to us. We don't want to go to the audience. And I should also point out, whenever I say, whenever we say, like, yeah, we're just kind of doing what we want to do, to me, I kind of feel bad saying that because that implies like other people aren't. Yeah. Well, also that like we're totally fucking around and like not trying, and we have a very like if you don't like a take hike, we just you know we ha- we find things funny and not funny. We have like taste and stuff. I mean, so. it sounds to me like you're working that way not because it's easier, but because that's what you think is the funniest. Yeah, sure. We think it's what. Well- the funniest and or the most the, exciting for you to be sure. doing the best way to do it it brings us a lot of satisfaction to do it yeah. and you know people yeah. do seem to enjoy it yeah. sometimes think about it because a majority of our shows I say 99% of the shows we've ever performed have been in an empty theater to like four people one, every week if you're doing that week after week in an empty theater or putting up videos that five people watch over and over again if you're not doing something that you think is genuinely good or exciting you're you're done, man. You won't you won't last a month. I mean, the reason that it kind of formed this way was also okay. Time to go performance in front of you know. Time to leave work on a Tuesday and rush over to a theater to do some comedy sketch open mic to like the other groups who aren't even going to be paying attention because they're too busy going over their own. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, if we got to do this every week, we're clearly going to get up there and entertain ourselves. And that joy that we kind of brought to it of like, here's what I think is funny. Mm-hmm. Let's let's goof around like we normally do. That kind of like informed our style and actually like why it is what it is. And one of the things I dislike the most about sometimes when you see other groups rehearsing stuff, I hate being the test audience for, for anything, which is why we try to make it seem, even though we tell them the exact opposite, that this is the final product. Yeah. Like, Oftentimes, it is the final product because we won't do a sketch yeah. again. Also, We're not rehearsing it. This is yeah. how it was meant to go. Yeah, there's nothing... That's nothing we talk... I remember that, having this conversation. Right on time we started working together, we had seen, for whatever reason, several different groups at these kind of like graffiti or like sketch test sort of things where they're like, hey, what's going on? We got this show coming up and we're working on some scenes. Or, hey, you know, we just we got a new uh, sketch review coming up and this is some stuff we're working on. And I thought, if I was a person who was like, I'm going to go see some comedy and went to like a show, you know, went on my way, paid $5, I don't know these people, and they were like, hey, we have a good show a couple weeks from now. This is the stuff we're still working out, and we're going to see what you, you know, like, I'd be like, no, I want to see the funniest stuff you guys have. You know what I mean? I think that's incredibly rude to sincerely do that. So if we ever did that, like, live, yeah, to make we're joking. Yeah, pay yeah. to watch you rehearse? Yeah, because people point to, well, Second City does it. Yeah, they do an improv set at the end of their hour, hour and a half show that they've like honed down like they give yeah. you the good stuff and you can stay for free for the stuff they're working on they just don't you don't go pay $25 a second see them come out and be like yeah well we got we got a review open about a month here, these scenes are really long and we don't know what to do with them yet be like uh, no I didn't go out of my way to come here to see you guys like you know dick around yeah so I mean that's fine for a show that's free but if an audience member is paying $10 I just think it's rude to be like 
we've got a run coming up somewhere else, mm-hmm. so let's practice this in front of yeah. you for with for the money that you paid. Yeah, I mean, yeah, totally. I said I mean a lot. That's all right, but no worries. I do mean it. Yeah, you know he means you know. Uh, sorry, something went on a tangent there. Does that answer? Yeah. Your question? Does that answer your question? Yeah. I don't think that uh, I don't think you guys should ever break up. That uh, well, oh, fine. Unfortunately, well, we're not breaking up. We're going no. on hiatus. Okay, so tell me. Let's talk about that. Okay. Uh, Timmy McRacine over here is uh, going to New York to. Uh, he's got stars in his eyes. Got stars in my eyes. I'm going to become famous. Yeah. Or, you know, I just needed a change. I've been in Chicago for my entire life, basically, having grown up in the suburbs. I never moved anywhere, um, and. I just wanted to leave Chicago before I turned 30, and I didn't want to go to L.A., um, but New York has a great comedy scene. That's Definitely. where like all the comedy that I've ever liked has come out of. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to have the chance to like possibly make my way into that scene, on the off chance that I can even get a foothold in there, is uh, an opportunity worth taking. Plus, we Teenager has had some relatively successful shows outside of the city of Chicago. So. I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time thinking of a, of another group based in Chicago now that's like as done as many, I don't say like we're so great, but like, we're not so great, but we do pursue the festival yeah. sort of thing. And we always do a lot better out of state. And people out of state hoist us up on yeah. their shoulders and carry us out of like the our, theater because they love all us. All so of our much. best shows have been out of state. Why? I don't know. Um, because I mean, do you think some of that is because because we're not performing for other performers? I think there. because because especially at sketch comedy festivals, people in those towns who normally first of all normally don't get comedy a lot go to see the shows. Um, a lot of people who haven't seen comedy don't see comedy once a week go to those shows. It's a bigger deal, so an audience comes to laugh. Lots of shows we do here in Chicago, it's either for other performers or other performers, you know friends and and we're the kind of sketch comedy that you don't see a lot so we're almost a novelty act when we come into to one of those other towns yeah they don't they don't one they don't have the opportunity to see us every week yeah and probably they don't know who we are so we're hopefully a pleasant surprise if not just i what are we watching this is totally different from what the group previous to them was there it wasn't we don't use the same sort of we we we've show tools at, that yeah. sketch comedy uses oddly enough we've shared we've I mean, when we've gone to the uh, the festivals we've shared obviously stage with other groups and you think we stand out here man on the road like people for better or worse are like what is this all about which is exciting either they like it or they hate it because you know in L.A. and New York, everyone who does comedy is, I, I personally feel, as gung-ho. Like, I, me, I stand alone. I'm trying to get out to be actor, comedian, whatever. So sketch comedy in those major cities are even less, or even taken seriously less than it is in Chicago. So whenever we perform with other groups from those cities or just anywhere else that are not from Chicago, they're very by-the-numbers, like, you know, like, you just, you just see, like, they're like, oh, we, we, you know, the only influences are, like, you know, 
from TV. Yeah, I mean, exactly. most like, people do sketch comedy like they see it on TV. They don't. Come, they don't come from the background little, like we have. One, you know, you know, one three minute skit. Yeah. Blackout. Need followed the costumes, by another three minute you know, yeah, skit. Yeah. Some some groups use tons of costumes yeah. and props and stuff like that to to see a group that doesn't do any blackouts and has no costumes or props and talks to the audience and you know like and includes and the audience it in it. And like addresses any kind of heckling or, or you know or clearly is making stuff on the spot. Another thing we do that I've never seen any other group do because we keep it so loose in between sketches. Oh, we're the best. I mean, oh no, God. no, but like, but not, no, but this is I've never seen any other group do this where it's like if we kind of on the spot come up with like an inside joke based around a thing not going well, like that'll just kind of keep coming up, almost like an improv show where like something from earlier we're just bringing it back. We do use improv strictly, techniques yeah, strictly a for lot. the joy of it, and I think people Bring watching back it. Unplanned callbacks. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I think people are like, "Wait, this isn't." I mean, didn't they just? Didn't they just? Yeah, didn't they just make this up? But now they're doing it again. Like, oh, this isn't completely planned. You know, these guys are keeping doing something fresh. When so. you were doing improv training, were there things that they were like, "And this is funny because that I never resonated. had that no? kind of." Um, uh, none of my teachers ever gave me a "This is funny because." sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm answering your question before you had a chance to ask yeah. it the whole way. So yeah. you go, and then I'll answer again. Well, I guess what I was trying to get at is if there were moments where, like, aha moment where you were like, all this stuff that I think is funny is doing this thing that I never realized until now. Mm-hmm. And maybe that then informed what you thought. Like, self-realization of, like, what you thought was funny. I will say that I don't think I found my voice while I was in improv classes, so I never had an aha moment. I went through IO and sucked for the entire time until I got to 5B. During the whole class, working in the classes, I felt like I was doing a terrible job. None of my classmates thought I was funny. I, uh, I, I felt like I never knew what was going on, and I could not improvise. Uh, I liked doing it, but seriously, I dreaded going to classes sometimes because I just found it to be embarrassing. And then once we got in 5B in front of an audience, then it was like, oh, I think I know sort of what I'm doing because I can feed off of this audience energy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I may have had the aha moment there, but I don't think I ever said like... You were like, Eureka, I've got it. This is what makes me funny. Maybe screaming. Maybe the the first time I, I screamed at somebody on stage, I was like, I should shout everything that I say. <laughs> Maybe that's my aha moment, because I still do that. Yeah. I still think it's very funny to shout everything. Yeah, it's an easy one. Yeah. Anyone can do it. Bag, I, bag of tricks. Any comedian listening to this, just scream everything that you want to say. Uh. It's much funnier. Because they can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about being heard it's all about being heard and standing out but well, not about today. it's all about the group work man no, there you go. it's all about being part of a team I, I don't know what you know what I lost track of my own thought on that so <laughs> let's edit that one out okay. let's talk about the uh, so this like farewell show CD release thing then that's coming out so it's because you're leaving you're going to New York I'm going to New York and so this weekend you're doing some sort of yeah, Friday right? night's gonna be the last show before he leaves it's gonna be our last regular show here in yeah, chicago yeah. i mean like well pro- i mean we're not breaking up like it's over it's just when we do shows now i'll be probably meeting for sketch fests anywhere uh, sketch festivals anywhere in where we can get in mm-hmm. and you know if one of us if i go to new york he comes to chicago for a little bit probably get together and do shows but it's the end of the regular teenage it's the end year. of this three-year like grueling yes yeah, slugging, slugging it out here because 
frankly, we've done a lot of shows. Yeah. Um, Has it been grueling? Only, been only, at the it beginning, it only, had, it only was. in retrospect. I, I feel like I, ne- I never felt like it was like. I mean, did you have like a perception of what the scene was going to be about or something, and then your realization of I that? I think not that being the sketch the comedy scene here is a little more difficult than, say, if you were a stand-up or an improviser, um, because there are improv shows going on all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, often, you know. Whoever wants to, you can. It's easier to book a show for an improv group because mm-hmm. there's a there's an improv showcase every night. Yeah, there are if not plenty of little theaters that do yeah. that sort of thing um, that have improv nights, mm-hmm. and you know there's stand up open mics probably every single night. Oh, here. definitely. Yeah, but there are, from what I know, basically only two forums for doing like. Sort of an open mic sketch yeah, sort of thing. Maybe three. What are they? Um, graffiti. Graffiti is one. I mean, that is a booked show. Yeah, it's a, a, a good show. It, yeah. And uh, you can perform there, but you can't perform there every single week. Where is that? That's at the Playground, Playground. Theater. Friday night. And that's basically almost a home base for us. Yeah. It's where our very first show was. And uh, we've performed probably there more than we've performed yeah. any other at venue. At the most, I would say, probably on average, like every other month, we get a mm-hmm. show there. Like, just like. No, and then there that, were times where we had longer runs there. We were asked to do, yeah. you know, four weeks in a row at any given time. That's a good one, yeah. And um, then we sketch did test. Sketch Test, which is at Fizz. It's Tuesday nights. That's a, that's a good one to try stuff out, but... I mean, that's yeah. free, yeah, and it's, it's, it's also booked. Uh, so you... Um, uh, How many groups perform at those? Depends. Things? See, yeah. probably five. Usually two sketch. hours worth of... They try to get two hours worth of stuff. Was that two hours? Like no, it's about an hour. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Feels like two hours. It's about an hour. Time um, is relative. Yeah. Boy, you're, you're singing the phrases there. Yikes. So it's about an it hour. It's about so eight. It's like yeah, a, it's, it feels like a week. It is Just grueling. Just kidding. Five groups at Sketch Test and um, three groups at uh, Graffiti. But they don't really have any other, like... If you're a sketch group, you don't really, unless you rent your own space, you don't really have the opportunity to put up your own shows anywhere mm-hmm. because it doesn't really work like the interchangeable. So, like a lot of groups do shows thing. at Donnie's Skybox mm-hmm. or correct. spaces like Stage 773 or like mm-hmm. those kind of things. Or Studio B or mm-hmm. any of those kind of places. But you're um, saying those. But we're not are willing to put up because... any money. Yeah. It's, it's... We do not want to pay to play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I mean, we've. For a while there, we try and tap into groups that already have runs and kind of be like, oh, we'll open for you if you're looking for openers. And it's just always the same, you know, regard, not saying anything about the groups, good or bad, but it's always the same sad situation where they've got, they signed the contracts. Now they've got a six week run at a theater. They now are responsible for hundreds of dollars and they desperately want people to come to the show. You know, there just really isn't an audience. I mean, once you exhaust your friends who probably are other performers and kind of don't want to go. And your roommate and your and other non-performer friends or coworkers, it's very hard to make your money back on a show run. You end up losing money. So that's the reason why a lot of people don't do sketch that much. And we're a two-man like, outfit, so yeah. things are a little more. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot lighter to try and get you know an audience coming. Because you've only and got two people's worth of friends. Exa- that's ex- that's exactly worth of friends, right. I mean, one and then. You know, the amount of money that we'd have to divide up to pay for a theater space is a lot more yeah. than if there were seven people. And in I've been this group. To, I've been to several shows, several, sh- you know, friends have shows at Skybox or Gorilla Tango. <laughs> and you go there and, like, you know, the show, the place is like packed, which creates the illusion that they're like good. But then it comes down, it's like, oh, well, it's a se- seven person cast. Oh, there's also four more writers. You know what I mean? Like, well, everyone invited everybody. But that's not, that shouldn't be like so do you feel your like, styles. Do like, you like, feel get a lot like of people in involved. this city, the audience for sketch 
is mostly performers and friends performers and that's maybe... I'd say that about any yeah, I said city, about improv. I would say that about any sort of I think art. The only even like music? At like the beginning, the at the beginning unless yeah. you're a known band. But I guess that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, who is goes to like, like an o- open band mic night just to go, oh, I want to hear some tunes. I want to hear seven bands. No right, but that. like with music, there is, uh, you know, there are bands that are at every level. Yeah. There are bands that right. are just performing for their friends, and then there are bands that get more popular, and they're drawing yeah. strangers. I know what you mean. There's, then, yeah, there's so definitely... is there that for sketch? Yes, but there's definitely a, a wider chasm between the, the unknown and the, and the groups with like a self-sustaining audience with music. You have so many different places to play so many different ways to get to people, uh, both from recording stuff to playing with other bands. And you can see that slow progression of building a fan base and playing different types of shows. There's just that exists for music. Unfortunately for comedy, music's more tangible than comedy. Yeah, exactly. We're not giving away like CDs or we, We'll, we will be eventually, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, but also, but yeah, also, funny you should mention yeah, that's that. right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like to, to go from unknown group that nobody's going to see to a group with enough of a name and rep for people are writing about them and people coming to see them. You know, like getting press. That is, there's really not a lot of steps in between that, and that also I think is why a lot of people gravitate towards the established theaters because it's like, well, I'm funny. Why don't I get if I get on a stage with one of these established theaters? they do all the work of bringing the audience. Well, and if, like, if you do get to, like, Second City, sure. like, casts and stuff, mm-hmm. then you know there's going to be a bunch of people that come to this. Yeah, you know. I mean, exactly. even, with, even with I.O., like, on the weekends, man, the, those, mm-hmm. those shows are going to sell out. Because those are a brand. That is your comedy group now. Yeah. yeah. You're part of the I.O. comedy group. You're yeah. part of the Second City comedy group. Mm-hmm. I mean... It is, <clears throat> it is impossible. I don't say it's impossible, but it's incredibly difficult to have a show run, not affiliated with a popular theater, to get... Lots of people who are excited and interested in seeing comedy who don't know anyone in the group to go, oh, I've heard that's good. Like, I I mean, I, I personally feel that the um, traditional print media in Chicago that reviews shows kind of fuels that wide divide of constantly praising how great Second City is, regardless of it is or not. I'm sure it's great. But also almost willfully ignoring small up-and-coming things just because it's like, well, I want to write about it because a lot of people... You know what I mean? It's almost like it's self-fulfilling to constantly go, these established theaters are so great. And I feel that a lot of really great up-and-coming comedy just goes ignored because people in Chicago, they go, I want to go see a comedy show. What do they do? They look in the reader. They look in Time Out Chicago. Let's see what they got. Best bet, Second City. Best bet, IO. Best bet, Annoyance Theater. That's it. Every time. Mm. Grab, grab a timeout. Whatever they're praising is something that's really big in an established theater. Okay, tell me some things that I'm put you on the spot a sure. little bit, but like, what are some things that you feel like should be getting attention but aren't? Hmm. Like, not even like even something that's already happened or um, something that you saw that you were like, "This is awesome." How come people don't know about this or aren't coming to this? Well, let me think here. Beatles on iTunes. There Just you go. No one's talking <laughs> yeah. about it Shrek, anymore. Shrek, with Shrek, there's a third Shrek movie. No one's talking about. And it. And that was in the third dimension. I personally, well, let me put it this way. Obviously, I have friends. Put it this way. I have friends in various groups. Bragging. Yeah. Oh, you know, that I think are doing like really funny stuff, really interesting stuff, and if they get reviewed at all, the crux of the review is, well, this is kind of weird and out there. If you're into that. You know, they and, and yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I don't, yeah. not like I don't believe you. Guess, it's more yeah, like I, I want to know. I don't believe him. Well, I think, it's like I want to know what's the awesome stuff that how I'm could not he have about. earlier said 
that so much stuff sucked. <laughs> yeah. And I guess then you didn't asked, actually say yeah, that maybe. What yeah. is good? <laughs> Obviously to this fucking asshole nothing. There you go. Thank you. Let me sum it up that way. I want Nothing's a name. Good. I want a name. I mean Yes. <laughs> uh I guess I'm I'm struggling for something at the moment. You can go see that's uh really like great, but I don't know. I've always just felt that I just don't believe in plugging any of my friends. On yeah, this I don't want to name any okay, names, so, but that's hard to well, say. then let me ask this. What but, about do you think that that's can be different in New York? I mean, Tim, I know you're the one that's going to New York. Do you think What's your perception of what the scene there is going to be like? Do you think it's going to be the same kind of thing? It's going to be the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there are... I mean... I can't say why it would be better or worse. I can't Chicago even... Chicago is like... Honestly, I cannot even speak for it. It's just something that I'm doing. I, I can't justify my my leaving. I should stay here forever in, in, in obscurity. I'm not, I'm not asking you to like, justify why you're moving there. I'm just wondering, like, do you think the tone like the mood there is gonna be different as far I know as like that they the, have a different as far style. as the audience um i would say i mean like i guess i haven't been there either but i would say so seems like people are more excited about comedy there's more yeah i mean there's more the comedy shows that i've there are more just like regular comedy shows i mean i'm going to go there but i'm not going to be doing teenage of the year all the time so maybe i strike it out as a solo performer or do improv there. The shows that I've gone to, I know that UCB is sold out like every single night. Mm-hmm. So to to be able to get on a stage there, not saying that I will, but I just think people are excited about comedy and appreciate it a lot more. In the audience, there is more people who like comedy as opposed to performers who are coming to I see mean, their friends. I mean, I can't speak for this yeah. scene well, that I'm not involved yeah. in. I'm going to want you to report back to me. I will, I will call, I'll do a call-in <laughs> and tell you how it is. But I, do, I don't want to speak for a scene that I, you know, I am not actively participating No, I'm not asking in. you to tell me what it's like. I'm asking, Stop. I'm asking Stop what, doing this Get off his back. It's, it's an attack. Like. You're killing me. It's, oh, I knew man. this was a trap. This is one yeah. of those fucking gotcha interviews, <laughs> yeah. man. I'm not oh, Sarah yeah. Palin up here, man. There's a hidden camera. Yeah. Jesus. You're getting the Gallagher treatment right now. Oh, my now. gosh. Yeah, I'm walking. <laughs> right, do not out. walk out. Come on. Oh, no. Come no. on, Tim. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> no, I'm back. No, you're attacking me. You're attacking me. <laughs> A little mic work, yeah. A little radio comedy. All right, I think we should. Everybody just needs to calm down. Okay, all right. Oh, all right. Geez, Sarah, okay. Can we listen to a song? Yeah, sure. Yeah, we can listen to okay, it. Okay, so you're doing the show on the 18th. Yes, yeah, sure. Friday, Friday, March 18th. When's this gonna drop? I mean, is this gonna drop before the 18th? Oh, yeah. Say, yeah. Say, we did a show on Friday. No, it's gonna. This is gonna drop when it's hot. We're gonna yeah, drop the 18th of. March. It's dropping right now. It's like that scene in Spaceballs where they go to the right to the part of the movie. Yeah, yeah. How's it, it like that? I don't know. Reminded <laughs> me of that. I'm not quite sure why it's like that. It's like that for some reason. <laughs> this is a timely conversation, and it's got a. Remember that, Mike Winslow? Was that that was him, right? Yeah. Remember when they're combing the beach? Yeah, they were using combs. Have, a, have an afro peck. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Racial humor. Yeah. Their hair is different than ours. Us being white. I don't know if you've ever clarified that on this podcast. Oh, we're two you, white guys. You, we, we didn't say what colors we <laughs> well, were. Well, there's a picture, so... Yeah, but... if but, you just are listening... Mm-hmm. Like, again, if you're just tuning in now. I know. You don't know, what am I? Am I a black guy? Am I an Indian guy? Am I, am I, am I a Hispanic or Latino? Sure. I mean, or am I just a white guy? Am I, said, but am I, I Irish? You've said that you're white. I did say I was white, but I could have been lying. 
But let me tell you, I want to clear the air. I am white. Yeah. I'm not proud of it, but I was born this way, well, yeah. and you cannot take that away from me. White jokes only, bro. I mean, not for white people, just like from the perspective of being white. Anyone can listen to them. White, like white drugs, white jokes. Okay. <laughs> okay, so... Clarify. <laughs> tell me what this CD is. Uh, it's not a CD. You said, I thought you said you were having a CD release. Album release. Album release. Oh, and now it's questionable okay. if it's going Digital. to be an actual album release because we got some tracks we got to finish. But the point is, pretty soon we're going to release an album of all original Jock Jams. Jock Jams. Jock yes. Jams. You know the style of Jock Jams? That well, define it for me. I don't know. Songs that you would play at a sporting event? Yeah. <laughs> Either songs that, uh, songs that a high school cheerleading group would do a routine to or songs you would hear in between... Uh, Pictures of people jamming on time during timeout at at, at, uh, at games. Yeah, like whenever they warm up, you know, at basketball games, this is the stuff that's blasting. You know, you're standing on the free throw line, throwing up that rock, and then this song comes on. Hey yo, hear what I say yo. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so that's uh, a pretty good. That's a pretty good. I mean, that's better than I was expecting. Oh, Oh, yeah. Well. After however many minutes we've been talking to you, you know not to expect very much. <laughs> okay, so we have two options. We can either hear Dance Floor or Bedroom only, mm-hmm. or Street Fighter 2. Let's do Dance Floor. Dance, dance floor? floor? Yeah. Okay. Do it up. This is what we're going to... Are people going to hear us talking while it's playing? I mean, I, I have... It's your call. So we can sing along? Yeah. Nah, let's play I it. can always get rid of it if we need to. <laughs> the song, that is. Yeah. Dance Floor or Bedroom only by... Yeah. Talk about the capitalization on this song, though. Only Only is in all caps. That's right. Here we go. Yeah. Party on the dance floor, this is what this song is 
Oh, okay. All right, done. 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 What'd you, said. what'd you think? Pretty uh, good. Yeah, it, was, it, it reminded me of uh, everything you described. Okay. That's good. I think that's what it was meant to do. One of its major influences is the uh, Good Vibrations by Mark and Mark. Oh. Yeah. Is that uh, what inspired this project to begin with? Uh, you like Jack Jams? Yeah, forever ago. I th- I'm sure it's just like, wouldn't it be funny if we made a bunch of... Because you listen to Jack Jams, like those songs that are on there, mm-hmm. and they're hits, but they're clearly very formulaic. I'm sure while talking about them, we're like, oh, man, we could probably do a song like that. Let's do some songs like that. And it was constantly and like... Then was it, wouldn't it be fun to do something like that? Yeah, it's fun. So. It, it, is, it definitely has been fun to be working on music together and definitely wanted to do an album of some sort, but didn't want to do any kind of music stuff. We wanted to do something where like... It's not joke songs. Yeah, not joke songs. Like where, the, where it's like it's normal music, and like the lyrics is like da, 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 where like oh, the words are rhyming. You know, like nah, not, not into that. Yeah, I mean the other people do it well. The joke is that yeah. these songs sort of yeah. suck. Yeah, the joke is that style of music it is inherently funny to us. I mean, you listen to some. I mean, you look up Jack Jams. You can look listen to songs. They're not bad. They're not great. You know, they're written to be like incredibly catchy, and they're funny. Like everybody danced on that song's funny. Do you think that? Um... Any of these could become Jock Jam anthems. That would real. be great. Yeah. Do you know anyone who works at Jock Jams Inc.? Oh, yeah. Do you know anyone who works at a stadium? Yeah, anyone who, works at the, who does the music at the United Center. Jock Jammers. Yeah, the Jock, Jock Jammers. Jammers. That would be amazing if it, if it came full circle and then became official Jock Who Jam. runs the Jock Jam Nation? I don't, I don't know. know. You know who, I don't know. You know who, honestly, I, get on the message I board. think does it because they have a, 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 I think they come out with the Jock Jams album every year now. Uh, but I, Are there I, that many Jock Jams? There's so many. And whoever does the song... Y'all ready for this? I think they're called Too Unlimited or Too mm-hmm. Limited. Yeah, that's the only yeah. song by them you probably would have heard of. But in every Jack Jams record, because I was looking at Wikipedia to get some ideas of songs that kind of like inspire me, they have a different song in every single one. Songs that I looked, I stopped looking up. I never heard any of the other ones. So my theory is, is that they either signed some contract or they could be on all of them or they pr- are producing it. Because there's a Too Unlimited or Too Limited Song one would be on the opposite of limited. the other. Too, too like ooh, we're too limited of what we can do. Oh, we're too unlimited. Yeah, whatever name is, they have one, too many a, options. A different track on each one. So I have a theory that they are have a hand in it. But maybe they just like describe exactly what the Jock Jam sound is. I wonder. I wonder maybe they do. Nah. What does that mean? Was I not paying attention? <laughs> what do you mean? What? I don't know. Let's Are you move asking on. me? If I was asking you what attention? you meant. Yeah. yeah maybe. maybe they describe what that Jock Jam sound is. Maybe they are the incarnate of what a Jock Jam song is. Yeah. Yes. Every time they no, one I comes across, like, you're oh, right. So, like, any song that they write is, like, by default, is yeah. a Jock Jam. Yeah, of course. Yes, yeah, that could be it. I mean, and Jocks you, love them. And they also put any song that's like a hit that can kind of be seen as rap or R&B, but like not not threatening. Like, the one song is on. Probably the first one was the the Naughty by Nature song "Hip Hop Hooray," mm-hmm. which I still stand by is an incredible hip hop song. I mean that song is so hip hop, hip hip hop, hip hip hop hooray. Yeah, you know, oh you know, with Tretch <laughs> and Queen Latifah's in the video for some reason. She's in the Strange. back like dancing and like doing this, which no she one had can great see. clothes. Yeah, oh 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 oh, they are naughty. So it's not all crappy music. It's just any song where it's like incredibly sing along to, like it just has like a chorus you can't not remember, and you play like that chorus. You know, when bulls have called time out. I time in. You know, this is easy, you know. Yeah. I I wonder sometimes if bands like intentionally write those kinds of. I mean, you are. Yeah, you are. But I'm wondering if anyone else has done that before. Yeah, I would assume so. Or bands that are like, this will be a really good song for 
during halftime or like think this about is a any song. band that you like that sort of sucks now mm-hmm. yeah they're writing songs that they think people are going to like yeah for whatever I'm sure yeah. some people are like you know what this would be a great anthem yeah i don't know as far as like i you guess like the rock groups but if you listen to a lot of those groups it's like kind of techno but not like like tech I hesitate to use the term techno, but kind of, you know, like, some soulful dancer, who's that guy? And then a guy who's rapping like this. And then, like, it gets to the chorus, and it's, like, some ridiculous sentence that has something to do with, like, making out or working out, or, like, pumping really hard, yeah, you know. So it's like, you can't listen to that and be like, the guys were like, yeah, Pitchfork's gonna be all over this one. Yeah, no one's trying to make art music. Yeah, yeah, no I mean, it's just interesting that, like, when, when Freddie Mercury was writing lyrics to We Are the Champions... Sure. I or even we will rock or you. Or we will rock you. I doubt that the thought in his head was they will play this at every sporting event after Actually, I die. Actually, it's funny you should mention that because I heard an interview with Brian May, and they had asked why, you know, what's going on with we will rock you specifically because stopping the clapping. Clapping. They had said leading up to that they had found that their songs were becoming anthem style chanting chorus songs, and they never done that on purpose. They thought that was strange. But I noticed that this trend of a lot of their songs before the rock and roll, the rock hits—I don't know which ones specifically—were becoming like anthems that people were singing at games, and the, and they are oh, at like football, like yeah, like just like just like just like because soccer is more indicative of like picking a chorus, not even a playing, just like everyone just chanting yeah. something over and over again. And Queen choruses were that was happening with their music. So I don't know about We Are the Champions, but We Will Rock You was kind of like, well, the audience is already there. Let's do a song that's specifically for so that. So basically. My thought was completely wrong. Yeah, in every instance. I can't. Well, I can't speak for We Are the Champions, but We Will Rock You definitely. I mean, with the stomping and clamping, it clearly. What about yeah. Bicycle? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> it's for people. He was hoping that people yeah. riding a bicycle. They yeah. sing it all the time. Whenever I see they someone do, well, passing me, it may just be that they're talking about loving to ride their bicycle, and then That's right. they just are accidentally. Yeah, maybe you're right. No, you know what. You are right. Yeah. You know what? Right. You got it. You I thought what? I was wrong. Let it a be second true. ago, I was like as far down as I could go. I now I'm back up. Backtrack on my position. 100. Yeah. You are right. Thank you. I am wrong yeah. and have always been. Thank wrong. you. There you go. I think this is a good place to stop. Really? Well, I'm is on that top. an hour and a half? Yeah. Oh wow. Perfect. See? Jesus. Before we go, okay. I would like to apologize to the listener for saying I mean so many times. I said like about a million times. I do that a couple. Oh, I cannot apologize enough for my put, vocal tics. It's the other apolo- point of this podcast. Put this apology to, at the beginning, because no one's going to make it to the end. Yeah, no, no one's going to make it to No, this. it's like the reward for getting to the end. Jesus. Thank you so much for making it all the way. You poor bastard. Sorry if we were controversial about not liking things. Uh, should, I'm sorry. I didn't... I mean, uh, maybe I antagonized you into being that way a little bit. Of course not, no. This, is how, bit, ta- this I, is how we talk with other people. No, I mean, yeah. I just... It's fine. We never have conversations like this on air. <laughs> Well, that's what I was trying to remedy. Nah, go back with any of the podcasts. We consistently go, eh, we don't like anything. Though I do wish we got into um, uh, that point of taking the easy way out that you brought up at almost the beginning. Mm-hmm. I wish we had more time to talk about that. I'll give you two minutes. Go. See, I just wanted you to, what did you mean? I, d- I didn't understand your questioning. When people were saying that. we took the easy way out? Yeah. Oh, it, I mean, like, I think. What do you think of people I think that Joe, say. I think Joe responded to that some in that. Um, you were ta- I guess what I was saying is this idea of well we're not going to rehearse and we're not going to do Keeping but and is that like you're oh, doing it because it's, it's too hard lazy. it's too yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, oh. we're, we're, like it's an easy but it way wasn't, of performing it is and so what I heard back from you was that 
it's not that we think we're doing it that way because it's easy. We're doing it that way because we think that's funnier yeah. and this is why. I have to say that recently I have seen You're right. a handful of groups, a handful of people. I've seen, I don't know necessarily if people are like doing it exactly how we're doing it, but I've seen people in sketch shows and other stuff that we've done waiting for kind of shoot off the cuff like we do and it die a slow, horrible, painful death. So, that's right, you know what groups. I mean? We invented ad-libbing. No. You can't do and it. And you cannot do can't it. it so you're saying, saying, if anyone thinks it's easy. Go ahead. Be our guest. Be our guest <laughs> to get up there and dick around as much as we yeah. do. See see how easy it is. Yeah, you fucking fuck. Yeah. Fuck you. It's only easy because we have inc- incredible disdain for the audience. So we don't mind when we're not yeah, funny. I was really trying to I was half. trying to bring this to end on an upbeat. No. You just won't let me. Nope. You just keep taking it down sorry no, that was good though you can just end it where you pair it back to me exactly what we said because I'm too dumb to get it yeah so let's just end it on this note you're better than us Kendall way better yeah you I, knew what we were talking about yeah. even when we didn't no I just I should have put my faith no, and I'm, trust in your hands and interrupt you at every I'm juncture just what re- was that you were gonna <laughs> say what was that I'm just spit it out Kendall come on man what I heard <laughs> that's that's what I heard oh, okay. from you you said is it that, better than we did. I mean, do you, would you have a different response to that? Yeah, Tim, since you brought it up. Would I have a different response? You know what? No. I wouldn't change. <laughs> Wait, everyone get silent. We'll end it on this. Well, how about I typically end the podcast by letting the guests have like a final statement or something. Okay. So okay. we can do that here. Great, perfect. Do but right before we do that, though, perfect. let's just wrap up by saying... Let's give the call letters of the Teenager station. of the Year. Hello. Are you, Hello. Are you online or something? Teenageoftheyear.org. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then Joe and Timmy both also have personal websites. Yeah, we do. Joeavella.com mm-hmm. and timracine.com. Yes. Uh, if you want to know more about this, you can go to kendallbruns.com. Perfect. Well, they probably did. How else would they find they, it? I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> mysterious. Are you I, on iTunes? I am, if you search for Let's Get Serious. I found this podcast in my in my recycling bin <laughs> on my computer. I just thought I'd take it out and give it a listen. <laughs> oh, you never know. And now I'll place it back in. Yeah. But I've been mean to him now. What's our problem? No, I was more trying to be like <laughs> oh, us, man. our specific episode. Oh, no, that's okay. okay. Right. Sorry, I'm used As soon as you download it on iTunes, it goes directly to the trash. Yeah, that's, yeah my iTunes folder is the trash. Yeah. I don't think it will let you do that. Probably not. Yeah, it seems like it doesn't seem very like It seems counterintuitive what they're trying to do. Yeah. All right, so Teenager of the Year, you can uh, see them perform at the Playground Theater Friday, March 18th at 10 p.m. Yo. with Space Museum. Yes. yes, those guys are awesome. So oh, maybe you should have mentioned them when I was asking you for awesome other things. Nah. Nah. Okay. They're fine. All right, how much does that show cost? Ten big ones. Ten bad boys. We guarantee high hilarity. At 10 p.m. And then maybe it's a, an album release, maybe not. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. Probably not an official release. Yeah. There will probably be another track out by then, though. Yeah. So All right, look for that. that. By the way, the album, when it comes out, will be free. We're not charging for it. So it'll be like a mixtape. You just download the zip file. So when it drops, you'll know. Yeah. Come mm-hmm. to our Facebook yeah. page to, to know more details. Facebook.com. All right. <laughs> Don't go to Facebook.net. Do not go there. Oh, my gosh. Facebook.net. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, scary. And that Facebook, P-H-A-C-E book. Is that right? Yeah, Facebook. That could be All right. Funny. Final words from Tim Racine. Go. I just want to say, on our way out, I that mean, Kendall, you were right about everything. Yeah. And you said it better than any of us yeah. ever could. Mm-hmm. And I mean that.
There you go. Uh, can I do my final thought? Oh, yeah, we can do an Yeah, you go now. Wait, wanna... let me ring the bell, Ben. Go. The, the, oh. I'm going to do an experiment. What is it? If you're still listening to this podcast Which right I am. now, I want you to email joeavella at gmail.com. Oh, my gosh. No joke. That's, That's my his real, real email, email address. Email me and tell me you made it to this. And you can't tell people about this. A little experiment. I want to see how many people made it this far. And not to say there's any quality of the show. I just think that we were so boring and rude that anyone... Even your mom would be like, oh, this is, I didn't want to hear my son anymore. I hate him now. Delete. There you go. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, I'll see you. That's a pretty, that's a really good way to take things out. Yeah. The end. To take them out. Yeah. To the garbage <laughs> and fucking wait till the garbage man comes to yeah. take it to the dump. Riff. Teenage of the year. Riff. Dump Central <laughs> Station. The endo.